We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Most valuable player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network, and of course, the Eurostep Podcast Network. I am Ty Windish. I am joined, as always, by the eloquent Rohan Kadi. A fitting word today for you, Rohan. How's it going? I'm doing better than I was earlier and last night. If you had listened to the post-game four episode of the Eurostep, uh, which, by the way, you should yeah. Um, we were we were pretty down bad. Uh, that's one, that's one way to put it. Uh, we even had Jordan, who is usually like you know even keeled. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. Uh, <laughs> saying this is therapy. We've been saying that oh, <laughs> for yeah. like years now. <laughs> but we got Jordan involved. That's how you, that's how you know we were down bad. Bad. But I'm doing better. Yeah, and you're doing better, at least in part, because news broke today. From Zach Lowe and at Adrian Wojnarowski, simultaneously, there is no structural damage to Giannis Antetokounmpo's left knee after his awkward landing last night in in Atlanta, semicolon. Ligaments are sound, comma, sources tell at Woj ESPN slash at Zach Lowe underscore NBA, depending on which one you saw. And me, timetable to return is unclear. So the... The worst crisis, it seems, has been averted. I'm almost still not trusting this until the Bucks are say something, just because we've seen the most trustworthy of reporters get Bucks stuff wrong this season. Something, something's in the water with Bucks reporting. Although some folks on Bucks Twitter were on this earlier, um, but according to this report, at least from two of the most credible NBA journalists out there. Giannis's injury is not something that's going to presumably affect him by next season, which it looked bad. I think we all assume the worst, at least at times. And and ACL could have been people were already planning to tank for the 2021-22 season. People were saying I saw it that far. People I saw people saying tear it down to the studs. That's the one pick the Bucks have. This can be a Spurs thing, like when they had 
uh, the Admiral and got Tim Duncan. I was like, I don't know if I see the Bucks ever trying that. They do want to be the Spurs, but it seems, knock on all the wood around you, that we don't have to worry about that scenario at the moment. I think I got offline fast enough to avoid that. So I'm glad that happened. But you're right. Even we didn't say it outright on last pod, but we we all feared the worst. I feared the worst, at least. Like I thought there we were gonna miss out on a year of Giannis's prime. And essentially two years, because if you miss a year, the next year you come back is a rehab year. You're coming back, you're getting acclimated, no matter like who it is like we've seen this happen time and time again like it takes two years for these major knee injuries to recover but we don't have to think about that anymore time we don't hopefully that's why bucks at bucks please confirm this news please yes please but yeah this is what we all feared is not happening and given it's still not great like a knee injury is not good it's not good at all yeah but if there's no structural damage done, that's literally the best possible outcome, given how scary that fall was, my goodness, and the way it looked. And just Giannis's reaction for me is is what I'll remember more. I actually I missed the way his knee buckled in real time. I only saw it like on socials later and wish I didn't. But I saw Giannis's reaction when it first aired on the broadcast, and it was truly harrowing. So um, certainly the fact that it's not something that could rob us of 18 months of Giannis or something is is a huge positive you know it's almost funny it it would need to seem so awful at first for there to be any circumstance where Bucks fans hear they might be without Giannis for the rest of the postseason and it's like oh thank god but considering how again terrifying the prospect of not having him for all of next season too is it does feel that way we don't know if Giannis is out for the rest of the postseason, to be clear, sounds like no one knows that right now. We may end up in a Kawhi Leonard situation where the can just keeps getting kicked down the road a bit. That's what the Clippers are doing right now. No one really knows. I've heard Kawhi is going to play. I've heard he might be done for the year. We haven't heard anything definite there either. So I wonder if that's where we are. You know, I, I don't want to speculate. I certainly am not sourcing anything. And I'll, I guess I'll open this up to you first. Let's go one piece at a time. I don't think we see Giannis against Atlanta again this postseason one way or another. That We're talking one week since the injury, since the games are every other day. That, to me, feels like it's out of the realm of possibility. For sure. For sure. Like, even let's say he gets miraculously cleared or it's something that he can play on, the Bucks organization should not do that whatsoever. What's and going? we have evidence that says they probably won't. I mean, this is a different circumstance, but the Giannis was held. I think Giannis would have played more in the bubble if it was up to him and he was not allowed to. So hopefully that's indicative of the Bucks working hard to make sure he is not able to uh, to hurt himself, so to speak. And it looks like we are not the only people learning about this information through uh, Woj and Zach Lowe. Jordan Wara quote tweeting... Uh, uh, Woj's tweet with just uh, prayer emojis, so it looks like he's learning about this through Woj as well, which is always just a funny dynamic, uh, yeah. especially considering Jordan Mora is, you know, on the team. Maybe he and, just wanted to share his reaction on social and wanted to make it clear what he was talking about in case someone saw the prayer hands and thought it was about the Brewers or something. Who knows? Sure. 
I don't know. <laughs> sure. Um, Bobby Portis also quote tweeting with a reaction gif as well. Uh, with what like gif? A, it was a Denzel being like laughing it off, being like, okay. oh, like thank goodness, thank yeah, goodness. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, okay. Um, interesting. Yeah, but uh, but this round seems like no. I mean, yes, the most no, the sure. most to optimistic. Your, yeah. To no. answer your question, no, no, not at all. He, I doubt he will be cleared to play, and if he is, uh, I doubt he he won't play. Like yeah. you were saying, he probably wanted to play in that final game against Miami and well not probably he definitely wanted to play I think he's talked about that and the Bucks are just like no we can't risk it and that's the right course of action you should always want to protect your players protect their health that's first and foremost the most important thing like let's say Milwaukee wanted to be the first team to come back from a 3-0 deficit they had won a game you can't do that like yeah. let's say they had a chance to do that you still can't risk anyone's health doing that yeah um so and just like i'm not i'm not you know if if he's cleared to play and everything's good by the end of this postseason i wouldn't automatically be against it if if he's truly cleared i just personally could not see that happening within less than one week from suffering the injury just seems impossible with how complicated knees are and with the amount of work Giannis's knees Giannis's knee in particular has to do on a minute by minute basis. I don't want to push that thing too hard. That said, considering like it's been an issue with him for the last couple of years, capsule sprain in the same leg uh, two years ago, was it? Oh no, last year. Yeah. Knee soreness, knee injuries. Like these sort of things have been like a concern for years now. You can't risk anything. Exactly. That said, what do you think the prospects are of Giannis playing in the finals if the Bucks sans Giannis can at least win their home games and advance to the finals against one of the Clippers or Suns? I think that's when it becomes a more difficult decision. Yeah. Uh, let's say I, the way I would handle it, let's say if I have somehow have this power to control this, you don't play him in game one or game two. And you see how things go. You see how he progresses. And obviously, if you, this is all considering that he's cleared and ready to go by the yes. team personnel. Yes. Giannis is going to be begging to play. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he Absolutely. was on the bench. He might have he might have checked himself back in in that game. I, he, he definitely tried to. Yeah. He Which 100% is tried to. He ma- saw the, the Atlanta Hawks go on a run. And then they're like, no, just go back to the locker room. Yeah. Come like, on, man. Yeah. Like, we, one, we admire the heart. We admire the of course, tenacity. but yeah, but we thank respect goodness. you beyond all bounds. Thank goodness, but my goodness, oh my, my goodness. Uh, but yeah. I would keep him out the first two games at minimum. See how he progresses. See how the team is doing, and then reevaluate from there. So we we still don't have exactly what the diagnosis is, right? We still don't know for sure. As of the time of recording, no. Yes. So we can't really compare and contrast with other injuries. I mean, I think Embiid some sort of hyperextended his knee uh, earlier in this season and missed about three weeks of the regular season. But obviously Embiid injury profile much, much different than Giannis and regular season versus playoffs. It could have been more cautious, but it would seem like I would I would think multiple weeks 
I, I it's hard to see a scenario where this is something that one week you can just be good. So, I mean, two weeks, you still could catch a good amount of the finals at that point. Three weeks starts to get dicey. The start date is what, July 6 or 8? I believe so. It's one or the other, depending on how long these series go. So the 8th is one week from tomorrow, one week from Thursday. So that game one feels very unlikely. But I think the max they can go to is the 22nd of July. And that is three weeks. So it's a really tight timetable. I mean, it's the. You could I, see, imagine, I know it wouldn't be at Pfizer, but imagine Giannis coming out for game seven of the NBA Finals. It would be unbelievable. Um, truly. So it looks like if, if it's straight two weeks, misses about half of the finals, give or take, somewhere around there. Um, again, if the Bucks make it, and if you, if if it's if he's even possible to be cleared in that amount of time, we don't know. We're we're just putting out like literally what the timetables are and and how much time is left at this point. But obviously, it's July starts tomorrow. The finals go just over three weeks into the into July. So if it's a three week recovery, you know, I would I would almost feel weird about if he comes back just for Game Seven. I mean, if he's cleared, he's cleared, but. I guess, I guess, you know what? No, I guess if he's cleared, he's cleared. As long as it's not a rush job to get him back. And you would hope at that point, you know, by game seven, it wouldn't be, but I guess it's hard to say. Yeah, it's, it's all going to be situational. And which is why you can't really, it's what? hard to take context into play. Shams just tweeted Giannis is doubtful for game five. Doubtful? Doubtful. This, this feels like chicanery to me. Wait. There's no way he's continued. The Bucks actually, now the Shams stole it from the Bucks is what happened. Okay. The Shams yeah, is wont to do. So the Bucks tweet a picture of Giannis that's and and the caption: Giannis Antetokounmpo sustained a hyperextended left knee and will be listed as doubtful for Game Five of the Eastern Conference Finals tomorrow night at Fiserv Forum. Um. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if I buy it. Well, he's not playing. He's not playing. They're they're technically leaving room. I mean, even if they rule him out, they're technically leaving room after what we saw with Harden uh, in in the last round. But I don't know, man. I I can't see it before the end of this series. That feels fraught to me. Doubtful. Doubtful. This has been a wild, like, 18 hours. It's been a wild 18 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) I, I can't. What? I, so like, uh, to, to, to explain to everyone why we're very confused about doubtful is that we assumed that he was going to be listed as out because he would just be, you know, there's no injured. question. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's question. no question that he'd be ready in literally less than 48 hours. Doubtful means that it's essentially a game time decision or a little bit less than a game time decision. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, and now we have a story from the Bucks on Giannis. This is good timing. Uh, thankfully, we hadn't just wrapped the pod. Uh, hyperextended left knee is just what they're calling it. He is doubtful. Under, Giannis underwent MRI and subsequent examination today by team physician Dr. Carol Vetter of the Freydert and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network. The MRI confirmed the earlier diagnosis. Further updates will be provided as appropriate. And then they give his playoff averages, which... It's just something that team PR articles do for some reason. But hyperextended left knee apparently is is all it is, is all they're finding. The doubtful part is really what's news. I mean, pretty obvious he was going to go under an MRI and be examined. The doubtful part is is eye-raising. Really is. Because like I was saying, that leaves a possibility that he is indeed playing for the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow night. I almost wonder if like – it's just a concession to Giannis solely. Like, like Giannis is in there like, hey, no, you can't, don't rule you can't me out. do that, though. Don't rule me out yet in case I heal. Uh, true. If well, I don't, I don't think you take do away Giannis' hope. Yeah, but you should just rule him out. I mean, I agree. I, I agree. Again, I thought maybe by the start to midpoint of the finals, it was a possibility that Giannis plays again. I find it incredibly hard to believe two days later he could possibly i mean the way his knee bent like my god the fact that it wasn't something that was going to carry into next season felt like miraculous and now there's a chance he plays tomorrow do you think there's actually a chance there should be zero chance there should be zero chance i agree so what i mean Giannis is superhuman yeah, this proves two things. Uh, one, uh, he might play in this Atlanta series. <laughs> yeah, and two, that's no longer that, out of possibility. And two, the photoshops and everything are right. He is a Greek god. <laughs> he is, I, I forgot to make this comparison on the last episode, but we viewed him as sort of a LeBron-esque, you, you just don't get hurt. You just don't yeah. miss time. And I guess this confirms that. 
Although, I mean, the Hawks waited until the very last hour to rule out Trey. I do wonder if this is kind of like we're going to exhaust every possibility to get a competitive advantage in this series, knowing Giannis full well may not play again. Let's make Atlanta at least pretend to consider that he's going to play. That shouldn't mean anything, though. It shouldn't. I mean, every time every time someone gets hurt against the Bucks, the Bucks fans are like, it's actually harder now without the star player, which is never true. But I don't know. Smokescreen? I feel like everything I call a smokescreen isn't a smokescreen, though. <laughs> I mean, with the smoke, there's fire. There's another expression for you. I knew that uh, one. Guessing you've that. heard that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot more mainstream. Just not not throwing babies. Just I think rushing Giannis back for this game would be throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Not, sure, not really, not really, not really how that works, to be honest. But. I still don't know what it means, but uh. <laughs> it's like it's hard to hard to explain. Thanks. Nice. Uh. <laughs> it's like you're missing what? the point. Like you're. You just like it's like cutting your nose off to spite your face, I think. Sure. Have you have you heard that one? No. Oh my god. <laughs> so many old timey expressions. We need to we'll just do one a pod. That's we've had that's that's your one for to this pod. But okay. I guess so. Back but, to Giannis. Yeah. So this this is obviously we're reacting to this in real time, which yeah. is why it seems a little disjointed. But so, do you play Giannis? Not we. We agree that he should not play in Game Five. Yeah, correct. Do you play him in Game Six? <laughs> I mean, if the examination is actually showing that he's good and he feels good, and there's no, you know, he's running on it, jumping everything else. Why would you not? I mean, I think this is where you need to bring like. If the Bucks win tomorrow, then no. You should, then no. Yeah. If they go up three two, don't chance it. Is that the the Chris Weber approach? Bench the guys and wait for the next game. Was that Chris Weber who said that? No, that was uh, uh, take a wild guess at who that was. Was it Not Reggie? It was Reggie, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It's always Reggie. <laughs> it's always Reggie. I should have known from the jump. Um, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't make decisions based on that kind of stuff. You shouldn't, but which is also, what I said earlier. But I'm saying that if he's You're more clear, cautious if you get the extra game. Yeah. Yes. You have to be as cautious as possible. And you you also don't want to like... This is... These situations can turn kind of ugly quickly. In either saw, direction. Yes, exactly. In either direction. We saw it this season. I don't know if this caused any risks or anything. We saw it earlier in this postseason with Anthony Davis and the uh, Los Angeles Lakers where they're like, okay, yeah, go. If you want to play, go play. And then he gets hurt again. Yeah. We also saw the complete opposite direction with uh, Kawhi Leonard and just like whatever, whatever happened there. I don't even want to say opposite direction. Just whatever happened with Kawhi Leonard and the San Antonio Spurs, these things can get real murky real quickly. So you have to balance Giannis's sort of mentality and mindset while also uh, balancing that along with the medical personnel. Yeah. I mean, obviously the worst case is he comes back too early and there's a more severe injury a la Kevin Durant in the finals in 19, which a lot of people have made allusions to. 
you know, the other the other side worst case is, you know, the Bucks and Hawks split the next two games and tests are showing he's good and Giannis feels good and the Bucks hold him out as a precaution and lose and miss a shot at the finals one game away. And then Giannis forever thinks about, you know, we could have won the title that year if they let me play and they should have. So it's complicated. It's more complicated than people think. Giannis's health has to be the number one priority. You cannot risk his long-term health for one run, even though you're much closer than, well, they're as close as you've been in this, this Giannis era. Uh, one win away from being as close as you've been in the last 20 years, literally. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's one where you maybe can squeeze out one extra game from him if the tests are all saying it's not a, not an issue and he feels good and there's no swelling. But I find it hard to believe that you'd be able to hold him out for very long if there was any sort of a medical clearance. Yeah, for sure. We're I, in a very weird saying. place now. This is very, very weird. And t- to be clear, there's no evidence of ongoing, like, oh, Giannis is unhappy with the medical personnel or anything. There's no history of that. Oh, no, he always wants to play. It's just it. That's, that's just it. And, and there's never... We've never had a situation where it could be a call like that that determines a trip to the finals. It's just different. The stakes are different. Like, you know, he, of course, he really wanted to play game five against Miami, dying to play in that game. We all know, look, I mean, listen, could they have come back potentially? Not really. The series was over. Like, it was just so different. And that team didn't have the potential this team does in a couple different ways. So, yeah, I mean, no, we don't have, there's no rift. Or anything like that. Uh, yeah, good call. I don't want to make it seem like I'm reporting anything, but it is the kind of situation that there could be some spite over if if it shook out, which I can't imagine it would. I think if he was cleared, I can't see him being prevented from playing. But that is just it's a hard line to walk as a team trying to manage someone's health like this. Yes, and that's where the teammates need to get involved as well. Like if they are also sharing that same mindset as we are and saying like. Oh, you just need to protect Giannis from himself and his health at all costs. You need to say like, hey, we got this. We got this for at least a game. At least a game. Oh, yeah. I mean, if he plays game five, that feels to me like just the the wrong call. For sure. I I don't care what the tests are showing. 48, less than like 45 hours or whatever after the injury is suffered trying to play NBA playoff basketball on it, that – I mean, don't even, it's not even worth trying to have him be a decoy at that point. Like, just ice that damn thing up for a couple days and then see about game six at the earliest. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Just, this just echoes what we've been saying. Game five, no go. Just don't keep him as doubtful. But we might, yeah, we might see it. If we see him go from doubtful to questionable, we might have to do another emergency. Imagine if if we were in Nets podcasts, we would have done five in the lead up to Harden's return to action. Um, yeah, it, it's it, this is uncharted waters. Certainly, nobody expected, no one in, on earth, outside of a couple of Facebook groups I may follow, expected Giannis to be ready for Game Five. Listen, folks, the fact yeah, that he walked does not mean you were mean, deep in it. You were deep in it, weren't you? I just uh, you pull up Facebook, you see posts from these Milwaukee Bucks fans groups. There's some cool groups, but some very optimistic fans are a part of these groups. Um, 
but yeah, some people saying he was just fine, but no one, no one, I think really plugged in who had done any research on knee injuries expected. There was even a sliver of chance for game five. So, you know, we thought it was optimistic that he would miss the playoffs and return for next season. Might not miss the Hawks series, which still to me feels like a stretch, but the Bucks have opened the door to that possibility. Just this is this has been an insane roller coaster for Bucks fans everywhere. You just go from just the absolute doldrums uh, to continuing to even get worse uh, to now saying you don't want him to play. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now we're wishing, please. Now don't. it's like, oh Not man, yet. Giannis can't play. Now it's like, oh no, Giannis don't play. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we'll see. I I can't see him suiting up for Game Five. We'll see. But assuming there's a shot, he's good to go later this series. Suddenly, it feels like everything matters again. I don't want to do a whole analysis of Game Five. I mean, we did the very depressed version on the last pod, but big game for Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. That's all. That's it. That's number one. That's, I mean, yep, that, that comes with what I was saying. Like his teammates have to prove that, hey, we got this. Yeah. If and you that, say that, that yeah. you have to show it. Giannis says he trusts Chris Middleton to death. Uh, God, that was such a sad People were replaying that video and it's just like, oh, God, it hit me right in the feels. Right in the feels. People eulogized the Giannis and Chris Bucks yesterday. Like that's how far removed we were from any sort of positivity. And, and for good were, reason. Yeah, they weren't far off. And it was just no. like, wow, is this really it? Apparently not. Um, Apparently not. And we might, it might not even be it for this series. But yeah, Chris and Drew, big time game. Big time game. Hopefully massive. they get re-energized by this news. It already looks like Bobby Portis, Jordan Wara, maybe some others that we've missed as we're recording. They're, they're fired up. They're happy that their guy is okay, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they it's it's a big game. You you tweeted this. You got to do it for Giannis. You got to do it for Giannis now. If Giannis really is the heart and soul of this team, you need to go out there and show it. When I sent that tweet, I meant win the whole title for Giannis because I didn't imagine him playing again. Now it might just be one game. <laughs> um, let's let's just say the series. Let's be let's just yeah, middle win middle ground for now. Win the series for Giannis. And then game one of the finals might be, I mean, if he's able to come off the bench and play like some minutes by game six or seven, that feels impossibly good. Like that would be massive if that's, if he's fully cleared and able to do that and be ready to start game one of the finals again. If the Bucks get there, it's certainly not, even if he plays at limited Giannis, it's no guarantee you win two of the next three. The business has to be handled. But suddenly the business yeah, matters like again. Cam Reddish go score on you. No. If Chris Dunn scores a point, I'm going to be pissed. He didn't score last game, right? He didn't make a field goal. I don't know if he made any free throws. But when he went up for that layup and the ball just flew off of him out of bounds, I was like, okay, if this guy puts up like 15 points on the Bucks, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, I just – I don't know. Uh, Bucks fans everywhere, though, you can just – Breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief. Obviously. Well, breathe, a, breathe a sigh of relief because, I mean, if he's doubtful for game five, he's definitely going to be good by next season. So our worst fears we can set aside. That's the that's the 
That's for sure. Yeah, Chris Dunn did not score last night. By Good. Way. Good. No. Let's keep that trend. Keep I like Chris Dunn just randomly getting shots, but. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, don't let Cam Reddish go off. Don't let Lou Williams and Bogdanovich go off. You just, you got to put up or shut up if you're the rest of the Milwaukee Bucks roster. Every, every other guy has got to step up. You just, you got to go out there and show it for your guy. You got to show it for the big fella. Yeah. You just got to, you got to do it for Giannis. Put it perfectly. Do it for Giannis. Um, yeah, I think, do we have anything else? Is there more news breaking? Have the Bucks confirmed he's playing 40 minutes in game five yet or? Uh, not yet. <laughs> if, if that happens, I might just like, I don't know what I do. Honestly. I don't either. I, th- I don't know how much my heart can take during this postseason. Game, I like honestly. the Bucks. I f- like as if going down two two or not going down, but losing Game Four and dropping to two two with Atlanta isn't enough. Like we needed another roller coaster in this playoff run before we even get to the final. If they get to the finals before we even get to the finals starting, the whole net series, everything that happened there. Like I don't know if a team has ever had this much of a roller coaster playoff run. Like. It's been insane, the highs and lows of this run. It's impossible. You go from an overtime Chris Middleton game winner to a game you might have lost. Like, this this entire postseason run started with, like, three straight Duncan Robinson threes. Yeah, of course, because of course. Yeah, and then it goes into a Chris Middleton game winner. Then you get to the ultimate highs of sweeping the Miami Heat. Then you just go down 0-2 to the Nets in the most pathetic and embarrassing way possible. Then you somehow win the next two games, even it up, and then blow a massive lead, just cut everyone's hopes dry again. Then you go out there and win the next two and win games, including Game 7 on the road, where Kevin Durant misses the game winner by an inch. With a terrible whistle. They fight through it all. They come back. Supremely they, and then they flat. Lose. Supremely game flat. Their first loss in Fiserv. Maybe my fault. Look great in game two. Hold on in game three. Game four, they're flat again in the Giannis injury. We think he's out for a year plus. Suddenly he's doubtful for game five. Like, this is the twist. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> How am I supposed to cope with all of this? How am I supposed to like go about life? I, I'm i not going to lie. Hopefully not too many Blue Wire folks are listening. Didn't get a lot done today. My <laughs> mind was preoccupied. Please, Bucks, just like smooth it out a little bit. I mean, the lows are worth it if you get the ultimate high at the end of the season, aka Pat Connaughton's jersey in the rafters. But Oh, God, we have can that we just, too. Can we just smooth it out a little bit? <laughs> Just this is this is just the most bucks run of all time, the most bucks run of all time. Nothing will come close, like you said. It's an and addiction. Who knows? It's an addiction. Is it though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're either yeah, you're, you're right. either supremely high on the bucks, or you're like scratching your arm and withdrawals. Like, actually, it's not really. I don't know if that's. I don't know. It's just it's hard to yo-yo. It's uh It's either you're all the way in, or you're you're just never coming in. Just when people. just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. Yeah, you just can't leave. <laughs> the Bucks have a stranglehold on all of us, us especially. My yeah. goodness. Uh, I mean, so, hey, you know what? It's never boring. It's never boring. Never and boring. you'll never miss out on great content here on the Eurostep Podcast Network. Did you like that one time? I did. Um, oh, do we have a uh, do we have a five star review to share? We do. Maybe my favorite one we've ever gotten. Okay, let's see how this. 
Go Bucks says Shorty's Bombers. He has some person by person analysis for us here. Jordan was left out. Um, I, I asked Jordan about this. He's not mad. He was left out. He felt like that was that was just fine. But I, I want to see some shout outs for Jordan in future reviews. So reminder: if you drop a five star review on Apple Podcasts, you'll probably get it read on a, on a future episode of the show. So put something funny in here. Have some fun with it. As long as you're not you know a terrible person, we like to have fun with this. So Chordy's Bombers says. Adam has really smart insight and is the reason why I listen now. It's probably Adam's burner. Rohan has really improved over the years and has matured as a podcast host. So you're you're the five-star prospect on 2K, your first-round draft pick, Rohan Cotty. I had lived that part. It's my favorite part. Quick sentence. Ty is hit or miss with me. (laughs) You know, I'll take it. Like, sure. Like, listen, (laughs) highs and lows, just like the Bucks, like – Sometimes I'm down. Sometimes I'm up. I understand. I'm not mad, Chordies. That might uh, be the greatest review. <laughs> he followed it up with he or she, whoever. Uh, they followed it up with great playoff analysis from all. So, okay, my playoff analysis is great. Just overall, hit or miss. I'm fine with it. Yeah, no, that's good. We like, can't all be Adam McGee and Rohan Kadi. See, the thing is, though, I feel like, in my opinion, you're consistent. I'm hit or miss. I'm either riding the highs, drinking the Kool-Aid, or I'm just having mental breakdowns on the pot live. I don't know. I, I guess uh, leave, in, leave you in your rate, rating on Apple. Rank us in terms of who's the most to least hit or miss. Yeah, don't do that. That sounds stupid. I don't no, know. Come on, do it. Why not? You think so? Yeah, why not? Encur- you got to encourage reviews. Dad. Well, no, I, review. I mean, you don't have to do that, though. You can leave something else. Yes. But I also would like to know what is the ranking of who's more hit or miss. Well, you're you're winning out, you and Adam. Okay. Well, based on based on one review, yeah, sample size of one to Chordy's. But yeah, um, good review though. I mean, hey, five stars, a listener, I'll take it. I'll every single day of the week, totally fine with that. For sure. Make sure, like you said earlier, Ty, if you want to get your review read out, make sure you leave a five star review so we can read it out on the next episode of the Eurostep here on the Blue Wire Podcast Network, as well as the Eurostep Podcast Network. If you did enjoy the show, make sure you're subscribed on your podcast platform of choice. Check out all of the content across the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Stay safe, everyone. Go Bucks. Rest up, Giannis. And we will talk to you next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.